Welcome to Nailed It Radio. Find your simplicity within your complexity with me, life coach, Carrie Nail. Are you a woman experiencing life transitions and who wants to be recognized for your whole potential? Join me and my co-host, Dr. Pat, as we discuss what it means to use your full power to be the best version of yourself. Imagine stepping into the energy of saying yes to yourself as we both have done. This hour is packed with tips and stories on what it means to become whole, to integrate into your true self and reframe your story in any given situation. Stay with us on this journey of self-discovery, powerful solutions, and unpacking the nature of who we are and why. You've already nailed your first step to your best self by tuning into this show. Now, here are your hosts. Hey, everybody. I'm Carrie Nail, and you're listening to Nailed It Radio with me and Dr. Pat. Hi, Carrie. I'm excited about today's show. For those of you out there, let me just tell you a little bit about what we're going to talk about today and why this is such an important show. First of all, you know, this is a show where you find your simplicity within your complexity. And if you know one thing about Carrie, this is what she does. You know, she has a fantastic coaching platform. She's amazing in what she does, but also she is passionate about people and the human dynamic. And one of the things that's so important when we talk about that is to think about what gets in our way. And if you have not read about it, heard about it, felt it, stress is alive and well. Today, Carrie's going to walk us through what does it mean to cope with stress? But more importantly, how do different personalities deal with stress? Is it same thing that bothers me? Is it going to bother Carrie? Is it going to bother Olivia? Who's it going to bother? And sometimes we get shocked because we may be stressed and other people looking at us saying, wow, that is not such a big thing. So this topic really helps us understand who we are and why we are. Carrie, isn't this exciting? Yes, I'm very excited about it. And so it's a little bit stressful, but it's also exciting. (laughs) Um, But let's talk about this idea of stressors Mm -hmm. and what they are, because Mm -hmm. people have heard the term stress, stressed out, but I don't think we really understand the underpinnings of it. Well, and that's why I wanted to bring in our personality preferences, uh, because what, what it, like you said, what one person's energizer might be somebody else's stressor. So I like to look at preferences based on the Myers-Briggs type indicator. Yeah. And we, so I like to look at where we get our energy, if we have extroverted or introverted energy, uh, how we see things, our perception, whether they're in the moment detail oriented or if they're big picture possibilities, then how we make decisions. Is it based on logic or is it based on people? And finally, how, what, how we like to live our lives. Is it, open-ended, flexible, adaptable, or is it more structured? And so I'd like to go through each of those dichotomies with you and just talk about, you know, what they are so people understand the difference between stressors for each of those dichotomies and then how to cope. Yeah, because here's the thing. And this has been a challenge in the world of de-stressing. 
-hmm. It is not a one size fits all. And you know, how many corporate programs have you been involved with, or I've been involved with where you go in and there's this blanket program and there is this blanket solution Mm -hmm. and some people are not able to do it because there's absolutely zero attention to who the people are. So take us through this. This is absolutely, it's kind of like meditation and breathing too. Some people can do it for a long time. Some people can do it for short periods. And so three seconds understanding that. So if we have, um, outward energy, extroverted energy, we get our energy from people and by doing things and people who have more inward or introverted energy, get their energy from sitting still and reflecting. And so I just, I know when I've been cooped up too long and sitting still, I got to go move. And when I'm with my introverted peeps, I know that after they've been processing out loud with people they work with, they need to come home and relax and chill and be quiet. So um, just remember that for, for an extroverted person, moving around creates energy and helps relieve stress. For an introverted person, they need downtime and and sleeping and relaxing and peace and quiet. And also, and I've heard you talk about this, I know you're going to talk about it today, is, and there are a whole bunch of other layers Mm -hmm. of different type of people in between that. Mm -hmm. And so you can be uh, an introvert, but maybe you're not quite the introvert. And you and I have talked about this. I've taken the Myers-Briggs a number of times only because people have asked me to take it again because I score so high on the introvert scale. Mm. Look at what I'm doing for a living. Mm -hmm. And when I tell people I'm an introvert, they're like, no, no way. Come on out, dance with us. You're not an introvert. So maybe today you will help us with that. <laughs> well, that's just it. You're doing this all day long most of the time, right? Yeah. And so going out dancing <laughs> afterwards is not going to be your thing. You're probably going to want to go home and have that peace and quiet and relax and, and I don't know, play ping pong or that's whatever. That's it. <laughs> and, and I get my energy. I could do a workshop all day. And so- also remember, we, we do both. It's just we lean towards one or the other. It's kind of like a cell phone. One, an extroverted cell phone's battery is going to last longer, and then it's going to have less time, downtime to recharge. An introvert's cell phone battery is going to only be on for maybe an hour, and then it's going to have to sit still for eight hours to recharge, something like that. So I could do a workshop all day long. And then sit down, have a break for an hour or whatever. And then, yeah, I'm ready to go out and go dancing or socialize with friends. Yeah. I mean, this is so important to understand this. You know, the aha for me in that corporate experience was that once I discovered that about myself, contrary to the way my managers looked at it, they were very concerned. I learned a simple thing like not shutting my door when I come in and all my staff is coming in, that was important for them. Even though for me, I'm in my little work cave. Mm-hmm. So I opened the door mm-hmm. and so that people, when they came by, could say hi or come in. Mm-hmm. And that one thing was so important. Today, you're going to cover a range of things, aren't you? 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's, those are great examples. Thank you for sharing that, for sure. So yeah, and, and again, um, introverts, you know, they like to have their door shut. They like to have an enclosed space. And for extroverts, we like to have wide <laughs> open. We get our energy. I love walking out the door and there's traffic and people and activities and buildings and whatever. Um, going out to nature, there's a, a thing called uh, forest bathing and just getting your, your energy from nature as well, which can also be helpful for an introverted person as well. Totally. And so there's no, again, there's no right or wrong way. We do both. When I go through each of the dichotomies, it, there's no right or wrong. We do both. It's just that we lean towards or start with one and depending on our situation. And if we're doing something in our day-to-day -day lives all day long that may go be opposite of our natural preferences, then we're going to need to go spend that time to recover based on who we are and our natural preferences. And that's why I'm really excited about today, because you're going to walk us through, you know, how these dichotomies, and we're going to talk about perception and sensing and intuition and coping and, you know, all of the things that come up when we're looking at who we are right? Mm -hmm. Because it isn't just the fact that someone is an introvert, there are other things that put things into motion mm -hmm. and play. And that's why this is so important to understand and get back to the fact that the work you do mm -hmm. doesn't stick people in a box. No, It's you help people understand the full nature of who they are. Yeah, it's, it's coming to your core. It's understanding who your core, because the belief is these are innate preferences. And then we behave based on these preferences and our environmental factors of who, of how we were brought up and where we were brought up and what our gender and our age and things like that. But our core, our core preferences don't change. And so just got, when, when we are a comp, we are all complex human beings. And so just coming back down to that simplicity of understanding the core, then you can go, you can go out and look out again and see, you know, oh, this is why I do what I do. And oh, if I want to change a situation, this is the best way I can change it. These are my strengths and, and these are my challenges and who might I go to that my challenges are their strengths and ask them for help. That's really the you know, the core of what we're going to talk about today. But what I love about this, Carrie, is we're going to talk about solutions. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about if you understand this aspect of who you are, this mm -hmm. is what you can do. Yes. Even if other people around you don't quite understand that about you, this is what you can do to get some relief. Before we go to break, I want to make sure people know how they can work with you. Also, tell us a little bit about the work you do do, especially around this. Yes, thank you. I can be reached at kerrynail.com, K-E-R-I-N-A-I-L.com. Um, and that's on my website. Um, and my email is kerry at kerrynail.com. I think I said that. So um, cool. yeah, my coaching is life coaching. And I specialize in women going through life transitions who are feeling, maybe feeling overwhelmed with the complexity of life and trying to understand who they are and what their next steps are. And so, and that can be challenging and stressful. And I just think 
everybody needs to know this information because when we can speak to each other in ways that are helpful to each other, um, my energy is different than your energy and that's okay. There's no right or wrong way. So yes, um, that's how you can get a hold of me. And that's how I love I it. With people. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about when we come back from break. You know, how do you cope with stressors if dot, 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 dot. When we come back, we'll fill in the blanks for you. Let's take a short break here. We'll be right back with Carrie now. You've been listening, but are you watching? Tune in to your favorite shows on the Transformation Talk Radio Facebook page. We stream live video podcasts every day. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Julia Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Tune into Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday of the month at noon Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Join Susan and her guests as they share the stories that shift our souls about radical transformations, courageous breakthroughs, and life lessons. Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce. For more information, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com or visit Susan's website at SusanDolce.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Nailed It Radio with Carrie Nail and me. I get to sit here with her. I'm Dr. Pat. This is today finding simplicity within your complexity. But the question really is this. Are you ready to cope with stress? Do you know how? Has somebody told you to read a book, but yet the book doesn't really fit you? Mm-hmm. Because there's something about who you are that is not a one size fits all. You know, you're not a can of tuna fish. You're something much bigger than that. You are literally the ocean. And so how do you understand who you are and what the solution is? That's what Carrie Nell does. And today, how do you cope with stress if dot, 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 Carrie? (laughs) (laughs) So we talked a little bit about our energy and how to cope with that. The next dichotomy is... Um, how we see things, what our perception is, and they call it sensing and intuition. And sensing types, we see things uh, through our very tangible facts in details in the moment and step by step. People who are naturally intuitive see things in a big picture way, future possibilities, um, can see patterns quickly and tend to look away from themselves first, where sensing people tend to start with themselves first. And so something like details can energize someone like me, but they might stress <laughs> someone like you who's naturally yeah, totally. intuitive. <laughs> Yeah, boy, you nailed it right there. (laughs) (laughs) And, and when you start talking about ideas and, 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 you know, kind of out there, right? I'm sitting there going, I may be sitting there going, but wait a minute, I need something to grasp onto tangible that I can relate to at this level. Right. And so, and so just understanding that, right, is maybe I can come up and go, 
oh, okay, let me take all these details and chunk them up a little bit so I can present them to you in a way that you'll, you'll hear them. And maybe you can take all your big ideas and chunk them down to maybe three fruit hanging from a tree. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, this is exactly right because you could ask Olivia and Jacob. Um, I've asked them to create two whiteboards and on the whiteboards, there's very specific information I'm looking for, but I'm not looking for super detail. You know, mm -hmm. I'm looking for how do we look at what we're doing and how do we keep our clients in order, but also as a business person, when I look at these whiteboards, I look at the bigger picture, like I know we're going to have another channel. So what I look at is how do these tell me or direct me to where I want to go? On the other hand, for Olivia and Jacob, those items are day-to-day -day things they do. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm looking at them and I'm thinking, I think I need to buy, get some more office space. And so mm -hmm. that was a decision I made, right, mm -hmm. um, based on our growth. But is it true, and this, is, this has always been a, a, a question mark, just because I lean that way, I can still do a spreadsheet for my taxes. Absolutely. <laughs> you can focus. But it depends on how much time you have to spend on that spreadsheet oh. and focus. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like putting your head down, yeah. right? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I gotta pull my head up and yeah. like I, I need to daydream for a while. I need to think about big thoughts and see patterns. And someone like me who naturally kind of puts my head down and focuses, 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 and dives down really deep, I kind of gotta go like this <laughs> and pull my head up and go, oh yeah, there's other things up and out of here. So we can do both, and I can certainly, you know think about big ideas and, 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 and big thoughts. And, yeah. and I'm starting to look more at patterns. And part of it is when, as we do mature, we are able to be more um, uh, patient with ourselves and with others so that we can have a self-awareness of who we are, what our strengths are, and then having an appreciation yeah. and awareness of others' strengths and challenges. Now, let's talk a minute, if we could, specifically about this idea of perception mm -hmm. and this idea of what, per, what we, when we talk perception in this realm, what are the things we're looking at? Are we looking at, you know, this idea of sensing and what you just described? Are we looking at intuition and how do we know what they, my language, the sort of remedy is? I mean, you, we just had two great examples, right? I can put my head down, but then I get to the point where I got to watch the movie Godzilla and King Kong. Yes. That's coming out, right? I mean, uh -huh. I'm like doing my taxes and I'm thinking, when's that movie out? When's that movie out? Uh-huh. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and we should allow ourselves this. So can you talk about the coping mechanism so people understand that if they're not you and me, there are other things they can do? Yeah. So just for myself, I know when I am uh, surrounded by big picture people or doing big picture thoughts and ideas, 
when I need to take a break, I will grab my phone and turn on my solitaire game. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> because also that's my, the, these, le- these, these letters, you know, that Myers-Briggs, I, I, I want people to understand the meaning behind these letters, but there's mm-hmm. actually a formula. So my um, dominant function, I extrovert my feeling, my decision-making and I introvert my sensing. So when I am doing big picture thoughts and ideas, I need quiet time to do detailed stuff. So anything that's detail oriented, I might, I might pull up a spreadsheet (laughs) (laughs) to to get me back to equilibrium. And with someone like you, who's intuitive, if you're dealing with too many details, it's like, let yourself, well, what do you do? What do you do to bring yourself back to equilibrium? Well, I'll tell you, there are a couple of things. Um, One of the things I know you wrote down is, uh, I can't show you here, but if you were to look around, you'd see some abstract art that I created. You'd see some very special symbolic representations of, you know, two particular sculpted heads. You know, you'd start to see that. For me now, in what, in Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network, that's where I go now because it's the creation of this new realm of this. Mm -hmm. It's taking detailed technology now and bringing it into this new design form. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And, And people say, gosh, you're spending so much time on that. And I think about it and I don't remember even when I started it. So it's like time stops. Yes. So that's just a little bit for me. Yeah. Well, so uh, yeah, some things I did write down, like people like me, we like detailed uh, jigsaw puzzles and we can focus on that like for a long time. And I love those little paint by number things, you know, those little coloring yeah. things. Now yeah. I get my little colored pencils out. Well, yeah. my sister who's big picture, she paints her whole house, the outside of her house, <laughs> right? <laughs> Or she paints abstract art. My art, I'm looking at some of the art. I, you can't see it behind me. Oh, yeah, you can. That's mine. That's it's it. Very, That's beautiful. It's very detail oriented. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know, and even swimming. I'm a swimmer and I love to swim laps in a pool. And I hear big picture people say, oh, my gosh, that's so monotonous. They like to go swim laps in the ocean. They You're so swim. right. <laughs> I mean, Linda and I, Linda is so much like you. And so it's fascinating when we have our downtime. And so the downtime is exactly what you said. So Linda will absolutely take out one of these notepads and start these bubble games or in the morning goes right to Sudoku Mm -hmm. and can sit there in the morning. This is, this is my morning energizer thing. I'm going to have coffee and Sudoku and Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do that. But puzzles, that's her thing, puzzles. And so what's interesting is anytime the puzzle comes out, right, it's like, come on over here and help me. Come on over here and help me. And I'll come over and I'll do a couple of little pieces and I'm done. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go away and then I'll come back and do a couple little pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, And if we can acknowledge those differences in each other. Yes. That's how we eliminate stress between people yes by understanding that yeah and and understanding that about ourselves too so that we do know that 
why am I getting straight? If I go do something that my husband wants to do and his preferences are different than mine and it stresses me out and I, and I come down on myself because I'm not enjoying it as much as he is. And I don't know why, and I'm getting irritated. <laughs> well then, or, or vice versa, it's just, and then it's, oh, you know what? I, uh, you know, then, then you can have a really great conversation with people in your lives. Hey, you know, a lot of times I'll need to, while he's recovering, having his downtime, um, and his big picture way of seeing things, I need to go do, I need to go out and, and expend my energy and do something detail oriented. So he can recover and I can recover. And then we come back. Yeah. I have a great story to go with all. Once we go through all the preferences, I've got a great story. Well, I think it's really important because, you know, Jessica uh, tell, I know Jessica tells anybody that works here, Olivia, Jacob, this is how you have to work with Dr. Pat. Mm -hmm. And so what she explains is that don't spend five hours on creating a lower third or an opener because 99.9% .9 of the time, that's not the way my creative juices work. I have to see it. So she's always coaching people to say, do a couple of rough cuts, stick it in front of her, because then you're going to get a sense, is this the direction we want to go? Is this the right color scheme? And it takes you 10 minutes to do that. Mm -hmm. And don't take anything personally because mm. that's just my process. I rarely get something the first time. That's just my brain. And, you know, when you couple that with being learning different, like I am, you have to see it to mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. And so when we come back, this is so important in this next segment, because this is how do we get a thinking person and a feeling person in the same room and get anything done. <laughs> yes. How do we do that? Even dinner. How do we get this done? Let's take a short break. Everybody will come back. What are you? Are you think you're sensing? Are you in? What is it? What is it? Are you thinking? Are you feeling? Do you know somebody that's thinking, but yet you're feeling? How does that work? Can that even happen? We'll be right back with Carrie now. Hi, I'm Laura Goldstein, and here's a coffee with the universe tip. Ever wonder why you want to go to the gym more, for example, but you just can't make it happen? You'll find yourself rearranging your underwear drawer instead of getting in the car. If this sounds like you, you might have caught a case of the shoulds. Maybe you think you should lose 20 pounds to fit back into your favorite pair of jeans, or that you should be healthier in general. It all sounds good, but deep down you just aren't into it. Truth is, making choices from shoulds just leads to guilt, resentment, and a whole lot of procrastination. So take a good look at your goals. Are you shoulding yourself anywhere? If so, give yourself permission to let it go. For more insights like this, tune into my Transformation Talk radio show called Coffee with the Universe. It's a live call-in show. I'd love to support you. inspiration all day on transformationtalkradio.com hey everyone psychic medium jamie here from shades of spirit 
Shades of Spirit is proud to offer a monthly spiritual check-in, also known as our Sacred Circle, through Zoom. Each month, I, along with my partner in crime, Spirit Walker Nicole, will host a small Sacred Circle. These circles will include many readings, fascinating discussions on various topics, and so much more. These circles will sell out fast, so don't wait to jump on this opportunity. Visit our website at shadesofspirit.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. We're talking about stress, but we're talking about stress in a really amazing way. (laughs) Stress is not one size fits all. What may put me on the edge of something may not put Carrie on the edge of something. What may cause Olivia to move into a completely creative mode may put Linda in a completely stressed role. Mm -hmm. Not enough detail, not enough explanation, not enough answers to the question. But what happens when you put a group of people that are that different together and we can understand the gifts and talents we have? That's what you do. Carrie now, Um, look, let's talk about these next two, because I really think that these next two, this is where the rubber meets the road. I think some of this, what what we're about to talk to is really responsible for the divorce rate right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, take it away. Let's talk about how do you cope with stress if, and let's talk about it, decision-making, thinking, feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So the third dichotomy is how we make decisions. And again, like you said, it's called thinking and feeling. And so thinking types uh, prefer to make decisions based on logic and principles. And, um, you know, they use their head. You, you say head versus heart. And, and, and thinking logical people naturally are very objective and usually takes the personal out of the decision-making process. The opposite of that is feeling and people who prefer feeling tends to make their decisions based on how their decisions affect people. And it's all people oriented. They can actually sometimes put themselves in another person's shoes, empathy, right? And, and, And look at things subjectively based on the person that their decision is affecting. Yeah, And so the difference between the two, we, we were, you had mentioned before the commercial break that you have to sometimes let your staff know, don't take it personally when they present something to you. Yeah. And as a feeling person, we take everything personally. Right. And so, so ways to, to relate and communicate with each other is so helpful. So as a thinking person, a thinking person could say to a feeling person, hey, um, you know, I just want to appreciate your efforts because you were talking about the effort that they did put into that. And I've had this happen to myself recently too in trying to order um, some coffee mugs with my logo on it. And (laughs) I wasn't appreciating the detail the person, here I am a detail person, wasn't appreciating what the how much detail the person went into it. And I'm just like, oh, well, yeah, but what about this? And what about that? And what about that? And they're like, whoa, no, you know. So just appreciating the other person from where they're coming from. For a feeling person, appreciate what they did put into it. Yeah. And as a feeling person, just maybe start with the facts and just, you know, just be prepared to start with the facts. Yeah. I always say to them, and Olivia's listening, so maybe she'll share this with Jacob. 
I always say, if you want to know a little bit about me, don't look at our websites because we have limitation on what we've been able to do. So I'm redesigning our new websites with a new technology. But if you want to learn a little bit about me, there are three things you can do. You can go into my office and look at what's on my walls, right? Mm -hmm. You could take a look at some of the clients I've worked with. Mm -hmm. Susan Denae, Dr. Sharon Martin, uh, you know, Claudette Rowley, Cultural Brilliance. You could look at the websites that I've designed and built, mm -hmm. right? especially Sharon Martin's and you'll get a sense of where I go within the constraints of the client. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But you can see that I'm not afraid to push something to the edge. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes, sometimes having a thinking person talking to me is the most important thing to help me. Mm. because don't we need both? Yes. Like when I was younger, I was so in the feeling mode that I remember Linda thinks about, we joke about things like this, that I got this apartment and all of a sudden I shoot pool and I got to have a pool table. And Linda's out there wearing the store and Linda's like, we got to take a measurement of the room. We have to measure the room. And I'm like, no, no, I know it's going to fit. <laughs> and so we get the pool table in and it does fit in the room, but not in a way you can play pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she is my sanity check and she yeah. actually is the sanity check for the network. But how can we help people, Carrie, appreciate both sides Right. I have a great example. This Perfect. is what I used to do in my workshop. So I would separate, I would say, ask, you know, I would explain the dichotomies. And then I'd say those who think they prefer thinking over here, those who prefer feeling go over this side of the room. And then I say, um, okay, here's a scenario. Your coworker has been hit by a car and is in a coma in the hospital. What do you do? And they write down on, you know, flip charts or whatever, what they would do, well, the feeling types start with, well, first of all, go check with the family, go check with the, the, the coworker, go to the hospital. What does the family need? Do they need money? Do they need us to do anything? And then they take care of the, the, their coworker and family first. And then they go, okay, who's going to cover their work? And what kind of work are they doing? Then the thinking people, that's immediately where they go to. Okay, who's going to cover their work? What do they do? How do we get the work done? And then, then at the end of the list, it's like, oh, we probably ought to go see how our coworker is and yeah. if the family needs anything. <laughs> so we need, we need to both. do both. It's just yeah. having an understanding of where you start and know that, okay, if I've gone, gone into all the logical pieces, kind of step back and go into the people mode and say, okay, what's needed here and vice versa. And let's give a couple of examples because we were talking about it before. So a thinking person, and this is interesting because you can be in both of these areas, right? Mm -hmm. And I referenced my best friend, of course, and, and she's both. So Sudoku and Hallmark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
CSI or law and order, special victims, uh-huh. right? Right. And family shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so what you have here is if you're thinking, you may start your morning with Sudoku. You may watch cooking shows. Um, you may watch competition shows mm-hmm. or CSI law and order. You could watch the reruns a million times. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because she and I both flip a little bit in this area. So here's my question. It isn't a one size fits all. You can have attributes of both, correct? Yes, absolutely. And situationally too. Okay. Right. So a situation of uh, just working on my taxes right now is getting those ready. Right. And it's all dry and numbers and, and spreadsheets and forms and Yeah. Yeah. So um, to recover from that, I'm not going to sit there and watch the news all day. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to do so. I'm going to want to be around friends, empathetic friends, right? That I can just, we can just share what's going on in our lives and, and the people in our lives and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and someone who um, has dealt with a logical person who has dealt with people issues all day long, right, are going to want to just end their day playing Sudoku or, you know, watching a documentary about lots of facts or watch the news, just come home and watch the news, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's so good to appreciate this because, I mean, this is at the core of, of all relationships. Mm -hmm. So what we're talking about, you know, affects our personal life and affects our business life. And, you know, my discovery of this in the corporate world helped me understand, you know, the different ways this plays into being, because when you're working on a project, you've got to consider all types, you know? And what I learned is I will never give the spreadsheet assignment to the big picture person if I'm in a deadline. Now, I may do that to help and develop and grow somebody. Mm -hmm. But if there's a deadline, I'm going to take the spreadsheet person and give them the tracking and the budget. And the other person, I'm going to give, write me a policy Mm -hmm. in the workplace that doesn't exist for women. Mm -hmm. When we come back, how do we bring this all together? Because there's a couple things we haven't talked about. Mm-hmm. How do we bring this together? And what do we do if we do have somebody in our life that has an opinion about everything? The hair color, the shirt you're wearing, they are just the human scanner. <laughs> they will scan the entire deal and let you know you have too many plants, too many twinkle lights. And where did they come from? <laughs> where do those people come from? And, uh, and then how do, you, how do you work together with that? What is happening when we're looking at these personality types? When we come back, we'll talk about that and much more. We'll be right back. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, 
Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Has your kindness been used against you? Are you ready to clear the confusion and reconnect with your power? Then it's time to become toxic person proof. Join toxic relationship specialist Sarah K. Ramsey as she gives you the secrets to rebuilding and rebranding your life after a toxic person encounter. It's time to get past the past, get real about the present, and get serious about your future. For more information, visit sarahkramsey.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. You are listening to Nailed It Radio with Carrie Nail and me. I get to do the show, Dr. Pat. Today, we're talking about coping with stress, but we're talking about it in a way you probably not heard. You know, how do you understand your personality preferences and how does that help you cope with stress? That's what we're doing. You know, today we've covered so many things. We've talked about intuition. We've talked about introverts, extroverts. We've talked about sensing. And, and intuition and thinking and feeling. And how do you cope with that? How do you get relief? You know, now, Carrie, you're going to take us on a walk, putting it together now in the outer world, because it's one thing for us to be in a bubble, but now we got to go out. Yeah. So the last dichotomy, it's called judging and perceiving. Those words are, are used because of the formula, but what they mean is people who prefer their lifestyle to be uh, organized, structured, time oriented, wants to make a plan, check it off and move and move on, likes rules and regulations because it brings order and structure that falls under the J judging. The other dichotomy is called P perceiving and that's people who prefer to live life, go with the flow, no structures, no boundaries, just you know, be relaxed. And it's, it's about the process, not necessarily the end point. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so there, they tend to see things live life in gray zones, right? All possibilities, whatever happens last minute, they get energized by last minute pressures. Judging people prefer to plan ahead and get things done so they can kind of sit and relax. They like to get to the airport early. <laughs> when, when we can all fly again, they like to get to the airport early right. and then sit and relax. Perceiving uh, preference people tend to like wait till the last minute because they're still trying to get things done because they're, you know, all the possibilities are going. <laughs> so I've got a great story. So um, I am extroverted, sensing, feeling and judging. And my husband is uh, introverted, intuitive logical thinking and open-ended and my son is introverted sensing feeling and open-ended so two introverts open-ended 
Um, we would go on vacations. My husband would pup. We would all figure out where to go. He would make all the big picture details, the flights, the hotels. And then I would make detailed lists of things we could do there. I would do the research. And we would go on vacation. If they followed my plan, they need a vacation from our vacation. And if I went with them, I'd be sitting there tapping my toes. What do you want to do now? I don't know. What do you want to do now? And I'd be like, we could be doing something right now. So what I did was I devised two different lists. I devised a list that when we do get stuck trying to figure out what we want to do, I come up with three ideas, only three, because too many, too many options are, are, you know, not good for open-ended. So um, and then I had my own list of probably five things. And so in the mornings while they were sleeping late, because that's a vacation, right? Yes. To be in a nice, big, pretty hotel room where they can sleep and re-energize because they have introverted energy. I'm like, I'm ready to go. I've got extroverted <laughs> energy. I take my list out. I go and do the things I know only I want to do. <laughs> They're probably not going to want to do. I come back, have breakfast with them 10 o'clock in the morning nice leisurely breakfast and we head out no plan and we go discover the way they want to discover open-ended and then when it comes around to well what do you want to do next what do you want to do next I don't know then I pull out that list that I think they might like and I it's just three things I'm like do any of these interest you oh that one does great let's go do it then we get done with that the middle of the afternoon they need a nap I pull out my other list and I go do it Oh, wow. And then we come back at the end of the day for dinner and share how our days went. And everybody's happy. Yeah. I think the key to what you're talking about is so critical because, you know, there is this unspoken word that we all have to do the same thing and we all have to do it together. And I think that's where the hiccups show up, Mm -hmm. right? Um, and it shows up in the workplace like that too. You mm-hmm. know, this is where you get that hiccup. Um, and what a brilliant way to handle that is to make sure that you're understanding who you're with and can make that accommodation. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, you know, it's interesting. You talk about that. I usually go places with my friends and, you know, we do some annual things pro- you know, prior to COVID. We had an annual event we would go to every year. And I'm like, don't have any, nothing. There's nothing on my list because this is my weekend away. Mm -hmm. But I'm one of the first ones to go to the list that they have created of this is puzzles over here. This is dancing over here because now I got these options. Uh And so now I, I don't have my own list. I don't feel pressured but I'm over here and they say, oh, we're going to do dancing lessons, three mm-hmm. o'clock, and I will make that happen. And it's fascinating how this group of women knew to do that. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're always the people like you that are getting up in the morning and they are skiing before most of us are breathing. Right. Yes. <laughs> and, and don't you think again, though, this is again, one of these things where you can't take this personally. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and part of what I talked about last time too was breathing, right? And so when some, you know, as an extroverted person who's super sensitive feeling, um, 
when something's not going the way my preferences are, I need to do way more breathing <laughs> to calm myself down. And versus someone who might be more introverted or more big picture because they, you know, they, they pr probably, you probably are automatically do that yeah. for yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. And that doesn't this wind into marriage and relationships, right? You know, it's really interesting. Somebody can come home from work and mm -hmm. be like, okay, I'm like done. I'm going to put my thing down and I don't even know where I'm going, but then you've got the other side of it is, hi, how are you? How was your day? Blah, blah, blah. And I have had more couples that I coach with this one thing mm -hmm. that is like the dividing point. It's like right. the straw. Here's the solution. So if, if, say, the wife is extroverted and sensing and they've been home most of the day, either working at home, working within the home, being the primary caregiver, and the spouse, say, is introverted and big picture and, and, and logical and has been working with people all day, and that spouse comes home and says, hey, how was your day, honey? And that spouse is thinking, the big picture spouse is thinking, just give me a good, bad, you know, kind of give me an overall idea. And the extroverted sensing spouse is going, well, let me see. I did this. I did this. This went well. That didn't go well. This went well. That didn't go well. But, and they have to, and they have to say it out loud because it doesn't make sense. They don't really process it. They process it out loud. Yeah. And then the spouse that comes home from work is like, whoa. So, so what I suggest doing is if you're the big picture introverted person coming home from work, don't ask how was your day until you're ready to know how your spouse's day was. And if that spouse does say that, probably being polite, the, the spouse that's been home can go, you know what, why don't you go yep. have some downtime yep. and come back, we'll have some dinner. And when you're ready to hear the details of my yep. day. So important. And it happens all the time. I mean, I've become acutely aware of it because, you know, someone will ask me, how did the meeting, how did the meeting with Carrie go today? You know, how did the meeting now, you know, when we meet, there's a lot of detail stuff we go over mm -hmm. and I'll get asked, how did it go? And my answer is, Oh, great. And then I walk away uh -huh. and, and I've got like five people wanting to know, did you get the show name? Did you get the tagline? Did you get the episode description? And I'm like, oh, great. Right. Mm -hmm. And so yes. I've learned that for the moment, it's great. And then they'll let me go sit down. Mm -hmm. And then three people will show up on my door. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll come in and I'll provide more detail. It's so important to do that. I'm also aware that great is not really an answer. Mm -hmm. co-worker or somebody that well yeah because one person's great can be another person's mm, okay it's it, but the work that you're doing is critical to not only avoid conflict mm -hmm. but to resolve issues in a way of understanding that we just don't get to I mean what you do and how you do this this is sort of this non-personal approach that could be fun yeah. There's so many exercises and things you do with this. Yeah. 
there's so many solutions with this and you don't judge the person for what they are. Exactly. It's a way to take the judgment out of it and a way to communicate more effectively. My energy is different than your energy. You see things differently than I do. And this is what I need when you know, you know, I need, you know, um, when you come at me with, with these big picture thoughts, I need, I need a little (laughs) more information. I need a little more than just great. And knowing, I know that you have introverted energy. I'm going to let you go and and sit with that great for a little bit before I start peppering you with, give me some more details. (laughs) I love it. You know, uh, look, thank you for today. Um, And and you're, you're, you, you've nailed it. I mean, (laughs) I, we went to look at a new home for me, a new apartment and of course, Linda and Jessica have got all the details. I was standing in the dining room. And later on, I asked, where was the dining room? <laughs> uh, they, uh, and then we're going through this. And what was the one question I had? Can I paint the, this wall? <laughs> right? Yeah. But look, thank you for what you do. First of all, how do we find out more about you? How do we work with you? And then I'd love to know your closing message, your personal message for today. Yeah, so you can reach me at my website, which is carrynail.com, or you can send me an email at carrie at carrynail.com. And um, I just want everybody to realize that taking this new understanding, new awareness of your and others' preferences. Um, just can bring less stress and more enjoyment and more peace to yourself and with each other. And then, you know, I don't want to be a Pollyanna, but then that just spreads out into the world. When you have the patience to appreciate each other's similarities and differences, it makes all the difference in the world. Thank you for that. And I want to add on, we've shared some funny stories. (laughs) <laughs> sometimes we have to just laugh at ourselves too. Don't yes, we? exactly. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Carrie. Now, thank you so much for thank today. You. This was so fun. And boy, I'll tell you, you are right in the core of helping so many people, especially during these COVID times, mm-hmm. you know, they so need what you're doing. Thank you so much for all of it. You're very welcome. Olivia, thank you for pushing all the right buttons. And everybody out there, thank you for being the best audience on the planet. We'll see you next time. You've nailed it. Thank you for listening to Nailed It Radio. Find your simplicity within your complexity with me, life coach, Carrie Nail, and my co-host, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm at my best when I'm helping others be their best. Tune in next time for more tips and stories on what it means to become whole and integrate into your true self. To subscribe to this show and get more information about how I can help you be your best, visit carrynail.com. Mm-hmm.